2: Pop quiz, hotshots. You're listening to the greatest movie podcast out there there is right now. What do you do? What do you do? Well, you tell all your friends about us. That's what you do. Hey, everyone. Kevin Goat here, gutting the sacred cow. New episode. And the 90s action films just continue to take a beating this week. The executive producer of Who Would Win's show, Brent Pope, joins us to try and be smirch the finest auteur, actor, whatever you want to call him, Keanu Reeves, in the 1994 classic Speed. That's right. Before we get to it, guttingthesacredcow.com, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to advertise with us or say hi. And without any further delay, here's Brent Pope trying to derail Speed. Just like a Dundago bringing a knife to a gunfight. Kevin Israel, name that film. I don't know. Our guest today is Brent Pope. Brent, do you know what quote that film is I from? I know. I've
3: definitely seen this movie. You I can't have? have yeah. Um, I, should I can't. I can't picture it. The Untouchables. Ah, yeah, David Jesus. Mamet.
2: Sean Connery, right before he gets shot up. Yep.
1: Not Kevin, one of the more quotable movies.
2: <laughs> uh, there are two. There are two lines that are that really that one, and the uh, you know, you you bring a you bring a knife. He uh, you bring a knife. He brings a gun. That's a Chicago way. That's where he gives in the whole speech in church. Bill Schultz will just quote that to us ad nauseum. Kevin Goetz, Kevin Israel, back again. Hello, folks. We hope you're having a ball with a lot of these episodes, like our. Oh God, Kevin! The Warriors episode, Borat, American Pie—the list of these love films, successful films, Beverly Hills Cop. Wow, what a what a joyous ride we've been on these last uh, these last YouTube two months. Films. Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Can you believe that? Today we've got, however, joining us Brent Pope. Brent,
3: what's going on, man? How are you? What are you? What's what's man, new? Man, I'm good. I'm just out here in Los Angeles, and it's hot today. So. I wish it was hot here. It was
2: 50 and windy. Oh, wow. (laughs) One day, it was 82 days ago, and the allergies were in full blast, and now it's windy as shit and raining. Welcome to North Mm. Jersey. Brent has joined us to take on 1994 mega hit Speed. Budget Mm. at the time of $30 million, a box office haul of 354.4. Kevin Israel. Shall we turn that into 2022 dollars? Let's. We shall. $57.3 million budget. $677.6 million. That's Ant Man and the Wasp kind of money yes. right there. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb, as we know, is a scale of one through 10 with decimal points. Hey, Brent, what do you think that speed got on the old
3: IMD beer? Hmm. Uh, people seem to love this movie, so I'm going to say 7.9. Kevin Israel. I'm
1: going to go seven flat.
2: Seven three. Mm. Point Israel. Rotten Tomatoes, one through 100. Critic score, Kevin Israel. Bada boom, bada bing.
1: 65.
3: Brent, mm. I. I kind of think that the critics like this movie. I'm going to say again, 79, 94. <laughs> what? <Wow>. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I, I, I had a mini T. I had a T I a TIA when I read that too.
3: <laughs> audience score, Brett. What did the audience give Speed? Oh, I thought the audience would have been higher, but it can't possibly be higher than that. So, Or could it be? Um, I
1: don't think so. There are six more numbers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 83. Kevin Israel?
1: I don't know. My world has lost all meaning right now. Critics <laughs> <laughs> gave this a 94. Um, what did Brent guess? 90. What did you say? 83. 83. I go 90. Seventy-six.
2: This <laughs> is nothing
1: makes sense. I'm going home. Bye guys. So weird.
2: I'm Welcome to the bizarro world. Quotes, not many, but I might have probably snagged them all. Shoot the hostage. Yeah, that was my first one. Pop quiz, hot shot. That had to be number Second two. One. Third one, <laughs> officer. Fourth one, <laughs> officer. Gonna go home and have some sex. You're gonna go home and pass out. Yeah, that'll be fun too. And Kevin Israel, quotes.
1: Well we'll have to base it on sex. That was, mm-hmm. that was cute. A, <laughs> Deep pull. And, and something, and he said it a couple of times. Speed
3: up. Mm. <laughs> Brent, quotes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Daniel says, guts will get you far and then they get you killed. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna write that down, uh, but I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm smarter. But I'm taller, oh, that, which you know, makes that's, no sense. It doesn't Nine. make any sense at all. Nine. And then I wrote this down, but it's, it's to me, the worst line in the movie. There was a bomb on the bus. Yeah, right. Some funny joke, man.
1: <laughs> you don't make jokes like that? No.
2: Well, no. Five fun facts. Five Fun Facts, 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 Five Fun Facts. facts. The uh, Yost, the writer, liked the twist until he realized a month before production that Jeff Daniels' character turning out to be the heel wasn't believable enough. Also, the bomb was set to go off at 20 miles an hour, not 50, and the bus was going to circle Dodger Stadium, not LAX before blowing up in the Hollywood sign.
1: Wait, so Jeff Daniels was originally supposed to be the villain? Yeah. That would have been so much better. Yeah. Mm. That would have been a great twist. If that, they could would have pulled been, it
2: that would have been Arlington Road. Yeah, I don't remember it. You ever saw that? Good film. So. Uh, Jeff uh, Bridges. Let's, uh, let's do my other favorite one. Can you fellas guess who turned down to play? Jack travin uh c- of course I will give hints one two three four five five absolute a plus mega stars and then a bunch of others you're never gonna get mm.
1: I mean this is ninety
2: four four
1: ninety four he's cool um
2: Tom Hanks, one. Uh, Tom Cruise got to be in there. Tom Cruise is two. Two more mega action stars. And a third was on the cusp. Well, he's not was star.
1: not Stallone. No. How about Kiefer? No. Mel Gibson. No. Uh. uh... Bruce Willis, yes, three. Oh. <laughs> Just going through every yeah. '90s action movie. Oh, um, like
3: Die Hard, but on a bus, guys, yeah. get it? <laughs> God, I don't. Mm. You, you, are you done? Too early for Matt Damon or yeah, too Affleck? Yeah, yeah. That's early. Brad Pitt, no,
1: too early for Brad Pitt too, right? Jackie Chan, no. Uh, that been Who
2: else? Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, uh. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, my God. How did they how could they not get him? He turned Seriously. it down. What was he too busy making? Uh, He's getting ready to do uh, 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 Usual Suspects at the because no, it came out a year after. So, no, it would not have conflicted. Wesley Snipes right before mm-hmm. or, is that after Passenger 57? I think it was after Woody Harrelson, George, oh. George Clooney, William, William Baldwin surprising they didn't call Alec up. I mean, they go for the other ones, but Daniel wasn't around either. Johnny Depp, Bruce Willisby said, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh. God, what? Michael Keaton and Jeff Bridges. Arnold. It's amazing how
1: different this movie would have been with any of those people.
3: You have Jeff Bridges and Jeff Daniels in the same movie.
2: I am sure you're sorry for the crime that you committed. <laughs> uh
3: we just but, good two cool dudes
2: yeah <laughs> jan Bont thought Keanu was a great fit after seeing him in point break now for the ladies who turned down playing annie one one megastar what two megastars actually three at the time wow there are so many names here I, i'm not even gonna count there are a ton i'm pretty sure if you say just start saving names definitely you know. julia roberts um Actually, no. Wow, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. She was one of them. She was one. OK, Meg Ryan. Um, yes. There are <laughs> 20 names on this list. Oh, my God. I'm going to go through them. Just rattle them out. Yeah, Hallie Halle Berry turned down Mel Meryl Streep, Kim Basinger. <laughs> Ellen DeG- Ellen DeGeneres.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Uh, uh, Sandra Bullock, of course, she was paid 200,000 for this role, by the way. Uh, Glenn Close, Barbara Hershey, Jessica Lange, Meryl Streep, I said, Sigourney Weaver, Jane Seymour, Angelica Houston, Kay Lentz, huh? Kim Basinger, Kathleen Turner, Deborah Winger, Gina Davis, Carrie Fisher, Melanie Griffith, Michelle Pfeiffer, Emma Thompson, Rosanna Arquette, Meg Tilly, Daryl Hannah, Meg Ryan, we said, Jennifer Jason Lee, Ali Sheedy, Demi Moore, Jodie Foster, Tatum O'Neill. Boy, she wasn't doing anything except cocaine. Bridget Fonda, Marissa Tomei, Diane Lane, Sarah Jessica Parker, Brooke Shields, Julia Roberts, Winona Ryder, Alyssa Milano, and Cameron Diaz. I
1: would have liked to see Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I have so many jokes for that, but I, we I got to keep moving. Number three, who turned down to direct speed but went off to make an award-winning film that came out the same year?
1: Oh, 94.
2: You can get it. I think you can get this.
1: James Cameron?
2: What came out in 94 from Cameron? I don't know. No.
1: I was shot in the dark. 90s. Michael
3: Bay. You said award-winning. I know he doesn't Yeah, win no, awards, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Special effects he wins like every year. Yeah. Hmm.
1: 94.
2: Just lay it on us. There were yeah. three movies you could have chosen that were the king of 94. Pulp Fiction, Rum, Forrest Gump, and Shawshank. The answer is Quentin Tarantino turned this down. Wow, that would have been wow. a
1: dramatically different movie. If he directed and it was Schwarzenegger and Ellen DeGeneres... And, mm. and there'd be some raping on
2: the bus, too, with some guy in a yeah. leather costume. And a <laughs> lot of N-words. Yeah, No, man, I'm real fucking far from being fine, okay? <laughs> Sandra Bullock agreed to star in the sequel. Why? So she could get financial backing for the movie Hope Floats. Oof. You know what didn't float? That movie, Into the, gre- into the Black.
3: Ugh. Or did it? I don't-, I don't know. No, it was bad. I remember there was a there was like something in a Hollywood reporter somebody wrote it said something like hope floats and shit crap Yeah, yeah, that's basically that's
2: what it said. I could be a fucking writer for those dumb rags. Number five, wait till I tell you who wrote, quote, ninety eight point nine percent of the dialogue. Ready? Joss Whedon. Uncredited.
1: Hmm. Really?
2: He has a he has an early, but then he's not uncredited. He has framed in his house a Uh, a a movie poster with him on the credits but it's (laughs) uncredited and now it's time to go to the herd as we like to call our fans for ask a gutter 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 uh, at Carly Kingsley, Sandra Bullock said that she regretted making speed too. crying face emoji. OK, Brent, you're on the bus with Jack. Pick the stereotype for your side character. And what is your one liner at Lord Nerds?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm probably the, the if it's me, I'm probably the other construction guy. That's the buddy of the you know, Ortiz. And I'm like, yo, take your head off. Take your head off, dog. You know. Something like that, because he's wearing his hat for the first hour. That's true. I, you're right.
2: how many? I guess we had to have that jammed down our gullets that he's a construction worker. If that didn't tip you off, the flannel vest in L.A. Heat should have. Okay. Next, uh, at Delvin Cox, I just want to say that uh, Scoops Pope might be right. And uh, at Almighty Ray, Ray Canis, the aforementioned, if you can't choose speed or demolition, man, what's your favorite Sandra Bullock movie?
3: Hmm, uh, I was kind of talking about this. the other night. I think the net holds up kind of well. Oh, God, it, 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 I saw the it, theater left well, so hard is so bad. Yeah, it's bad, but it kind of it kind of uh, foreshadowed the whole uh, identity theft thing by via computer. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it was the first time we saw that. But hmm, uh, what was actually good? I back. OK, uh, I've actually seen that's that, that com with her and Ryan Reynolds, where he the Ryan Reynolds has to pretend. Yeah, the proposal. Damn. That's not bad. It's tolerable. It's real.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. probably the proposal.
2: None of you gonna say Bird Box or the Lake I House. I hated that movie so much. I didn't see Lake House. House. Oh, that was such a fucking annoying movie, too. Never saw either of those because I value time. Lake House it was and it was with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves yeah. Yep. Next uh At what is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Okay, he already commented about uh I guess he might have wrote written that wrong, but he he asked you uh actually I wrote that wrong. I read that wrong. Sorry. Scratch that. Is that all? That is all. Not many questions for speed. So we're gonna let Brent Pope do what he's, I guess, all jacked up in California looking to do. And that is Guts. Guts. The, the Savior.
1: Oh. oh, we got
2: a fan here. Again.
1: I love it. I love it when they when the guest joins too. in.
3: Oh, it's happened like four times yeah. out of 130 plus. <laughs> nice. Why not? Well, you know, most, I, I got to say for the top, most issues I have with this film have to do with like how much potential this film had to be pretty freaking great and how like through some of the writing and directing and overall filmmaking choices they made, they ignored every obvious very fixable flaw in this movie uh w- which makes it fall far under that potential so uh and i'm gonna try to not go too long because i can only assume that this rendition of that doesn't happen is gonna be three hours long because it's basically <laughs> every line of the movie anyway uh first of all why is it even called speed cruise control there's no cruise control on a boat that's the second one i'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding, nice I'm, try. i know, I, I know. <laughs> I heard that episode where somebody did that. And I was like, oh God. Not on this podcast. It. No, no. <laughs> okay. Let's start with the whole elevator scenario before we even get on the bus, right? First line of the movie: the dumbest security guard in the world pokes his head into a room where the elevator shafts are, I guess, is what the room is. And he has this like, he looks like the Hey Vern guy, the Ernest, the Ernest goes to jail movies. He oh, has that yeah. look on his face. Why does he have that look on his face? Like, does he usually see something really delightful when he looks into this room? And then uh, Dennis Hopper's like, no, 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 I have this work order. Put your face right by here, even though I'm clearly hiding something behind it. And then he gets stabbed in the head, just like the dumbest start to a movie ever. I don't know. It's going to get way dumber, though. He Uh, had a gun. Why go for the knife? Yeah. You know, uh, another reason I know this is a bad movie, the villain, Dennis Hopper. Does anyone know this character's name? I've seen the movie like a bunch of times. I... I don't know his name. He's the Howard of the Payne.
2: Party. They say it throughout when they find out who it is.
3: I just, yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. I know Biff. I know Darth Vader. I don't know Howard Payne. I, still <laughs> I mean, they. they I say don't know Howard
1: Payne from anybody.
3: Yeah,
2: or
1: or there's
3: Howard this. Payne from Major Payne
2: with Damon Wayans. Oh, there you go. Or oh, Max Payne, the video game with Marky <laughs> Mark, with the uh, film.
3: <laughs> so there's this whole philosophical discussion between Keanu and Jeff Daniels' characters about the best way to protect the hostage is take them out of the equation. In other words, you shoot the hostage in the leg. So they drop down uh, away from the knife or the gun or whatever that they're being threatened with. And then you have a clear shot at the guy. That's the philosophy, right? It it sounds pretty sound and that's what you're supposed to do, but this is not a scenario where you can actually use that strategy because when this plays out in the movie, Keanu shoots his partner, he's not taken out of the equation because the guy's still right next to him with a bomb. That doesn't make any sense. And now he's shot and still lying next to the guy with the bomb. The other part of the strategy is he's fallen Supposed to have a clear shot at Dennis Hopper you can't shoot him because he's going to, <laughs> when he dies the bomb's going to go off so he basically shot his partner for no reason and doesn't eliminate the bad guy doesn't get him away from danger and they all got medals later explain that to me and then and then he and then instead he disappears in the parking garage and the bomb immediately goes off cut to the award ceremony where the where the guy giving out awards is like we're not the doing a scene. We're,
2: we're not doing a scene by scene rehash, are Because we, we didn't I, no, there. we're not. Not at all. Okay. But I'm just just saying, sure. like,
3: the guy says. The, the guy basically says uh, the only guy that lost was the guy that uh, took his own life. Okay, so they didn't look to see if there's any part of any body. Uh, the, clearly, there wasn't part of any body because he didn't die. He wasn't dead. So why did all these cops that are supposedly good cops think that he was dead? That this just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It was like an easily fixable thing in the movie. Fair uh, point. Makes the audience feel like, like we're thinking like, oh, I thought these guys were good cops. I guess they're dumb. Uh, you know, e- pretty easy to find out. And then you, some of these characters, you got Alan Ruck, uh, who's from uh, like Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off, Succession, <laughs> uh, playing just the most stereotypical dumb character, tourist. He's awkwardly hitting on Annie, talking about- uh, I got uh, gum. <laughs> yeah, gum. I got gum. She gets out of there. Pretty smart to get out of that that way. But like, he's saying stuff like, oh, I'm a yokel. Has this line ever worked when hitting on women? I'm a yokel and this lady has sex with you. This doesn't make any sense. On a
2: bus, yes.
3: Yeah. And then, and then you know, uh, when they get back to the airport, finally, when they're all circling the airport, uh, Alan Rucks, instead of being like, oh, God, thank God we're at the airport where we can, like, circle and be safe. We can go 50 miles an hour. He's like, oh, man, I already been to the airport. That's just so freaking dumb.
0: Uh, are, you
2: that, are you trying to say that Cameron is autistic? apparently apparently he is i don't know i I, guess when when cameron was in egypt's land let my cameron go and let them go they did that's
3: right and then then, you know uh, the the attitudes of people on the bus they don't match how people would actually be if there was a bomb on the bus i know it's an action movie but there's like a bunch of ill-timed jokes like andy makes it makes it like a middle east kind of racist joke about like what did this bomber do did we blow up his country or something I was like how no. is that how is that racist uh, well I'm, I don't know I'm just saying like she's implying okay. that since the guy was a bomber that he was from the Middle East that we blew up one of his countries that's didn't say they didn't say
2: Middle East but then they did not insinuate it. she insinuated it yeah not, not he's from, not from the Middle East he was not from the Middle East but that's I'm what saying what anyway, that's we, she, she, she assumes we bomb the country not saying the the, the the bomber is from an origin in the Middle East
3: well, that's where a lot of bombs are in the Middle East. I'm just saying. They yeah, have it everywhere. <laughs> bombs go everywhere. All right, I'm, fine. I'm, fine. Not pro, I'm not
2: pro-Palestine like that. Please, don't take don't this. Is all right, a, fine. A, no, a, no, 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 I got a, you. I'm just busting uh, your balls. All right,
3: let's <laughs> talk about this whole staying above 50 thing, okay? All right. I'm glad that they said that it should have been staying above 20 because 20, that's kind of reasonable. But like we're in any big city or on the freeway because first of all, he sets up the bombs to arm as soon as they hit 50 and then it goes off when they go below 50. But the bus driver doesn't know that. So he just easily could have just gone above 50 and then like hit tap the brakes and been at 49 and then it blows up and nobody ever knows like about any of the stuff. And by the way, Dennis Hopper's like, I want my 3 million. Well, okay. If you want your 3 million, why don't you set it up in a way so the bomb probably doesn't blow up? Cause you're not, if the bomb blows up, you're not getting the 3 million. Right. Does that make sense? They had, uh, they had, they
2: had one point I read a bonus fun fact. One guy yeah. t- t- tells a screenwriter, why didn't you have like the cops shoot out the bus tires before it got to 50 yeah the guy goes i never thought of that that's pretty fucking good <laughs>
3: <laughs> well and all the times it would have gone below they're turning like around a big corner they hit like 30 cars they don't go below 50 they take yep. a hard right where all the wheel half the wheels come off yep. the, the thing they don't go below 50 and you know I had it too. <laughs> they drive through the tiger's teeth where the wheels are just falling off for like 10 minutes they don't go below 50 they go off the you know the the missing part of the freeway and in the middle of the air they don't lose any speed they don't go below it's just like it's just it, I don't want to think during an action movie. So when the things like this happen, I'm thinking like and that's 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 what I hate about it, is I have to think if I if it's if it didn't it wasn't so blatant, you know, and then I'll speak of the, the freeway jump. The, the cops don't realize that this freeway isn't finished. I'm sorry, don't they patrol different streets and they'll know, and everyone in the community knows, oh yeah, that one freeway is going now, we can drive down that freeway. This is not, this doesn't occur. I'm gonna say it <laughs> That doesn't occur. Uh, uh, sidebar, uh, patent, doesn't pending, occur. patent pending adjacent, okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone would know. Uh, you know, and Keanu also says, floor it, it's an interchange. There might be an incline. Well, it wasn't an incline, it was completely flat. And then somehow it still goes up in the air. It's yeah. like the physics are just really terrible. <laughs> and then I, why does he, when they go over the incline, when she needs to pay attention to see, he jumps on top of her as if there was a bomb going off. He was protecting her from a bomb. Well, I, I don't understand why they did that at all. He wanted to cop it... a cop of field, duh. Well, yeah, he could have done that at any time. He yeah. had her immediately, yeah. Anyway, they land perfectly, yeah. lost no speed being in the air and you know a thing that was bugging me throughout this also was like wait a minute once keanu gets on the bus why is annie still driving the bus we've already seen keanu is like a stunt driver as a cop he would immediately be like ma'am i got this get get off let me get on here and i'm going to drive he would not no in no world does he let her keep driving the bus and uh, one of the other things is like and hey maybe maybe this is racist and maybe it's not it's it's annoying if if nothing else how about how they treat Ortiz, the big Latino character, who for some reason is, like we said, is still wearing his hard hat half the movie. And why is everybody shitting on him for no reason? Like Because like, his dialogue sucks. That's why. But, but every, time, every time he says something, the first time Jack talks to him, he hasn't talked to this guy at all. He goes, hey, Gigantor, get up. <laughs> why is he calling that? When he meets Annie, he calls her, ma'am, Annie Ortiz. Hey, Gigantor uh when when ortiz comes up to try to talk to annie help her out she's like get your ass behind the yellow line why does that does that still matter at this moment and then when he, <laughs> when he congratulates keanu for getting out from under the bus he's like man you got some big hairy cojones keanu says that's gross that's dude <laughs> what man if i was getting treated like oh how about the the, the argument where uh, uh alan ruck's character's like I shouldn't be on this bus. And Ortiz says, uh, "Well, I got a family too." And then the other white guy goes, "Oh yeah, because you got a family. We're, you're better than us." Like he doesn't say anything <laughs> to Alan Ruck, but he yells at Ortiz <laughs> for talking about his family. This is just like, just really. Joss Whedon wrote this stuff. That's, that's really surprising. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the whole, you know, we're just two cool dudes. Let's uh, go kill the Dracula first. The, then <laughs> this is some of the dumbest dialogue in the, the movie. Dracula. Well, that's it, all of his stuff sounds the same, so I'm just mixing yeah. up all of his. Movies. Oh, oh uh, that yeah. uh,
1: interview with the vampire.
3: Oh, that was, <laughs> no, it was uh, no, it was uh, from uh, Van Van Helsing's Dracula. Oh yeah, so, oh, the, right. the one with uh, Gary Oldman, right? Love that one. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, towards the, this, just a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. Like towards the end, they finally get off the bus. Annie's being attended to. Dennis Hopper's like, "Hey, let's all go to the, the drop point." Why do they bring Annie to the drop point? Why is she there? She is a civilian. Guys, uh, bring the ambulance over here. And and also, a bomber says, hey, here's the drop point. And the cops are all like, hey, let's all 100 of us go to the drop point. As if there's no way there could be a bomb there and blow us all up. Did
1: you
2: read my notes? They're all in the goddamn uh, buildings with their windows cracked for the, with the sniper
3: rifles. Christ. And that, and then maybe the worst thing that happens in the movie maybe is like they're on the subway train at the end. They can't slow down. So then Keanu says, "Let's speed up." That's, <laughs> that's you know, so we can run into more objects at a much longer amount of time at a much higher speed. I, I I understand like some of these things in the movie. I understand what happened. Like I think the filmmakers are like, "I have this Awesome picture in mind. We're going to see on screen. We're going to see the thing burst out of the subway and uh, land sideways right in front of the Chinese theater. That's going to look awesome. But then they they the, the, to, to justify this, they have to have the character make a choice that makes no sense. A-a- easily fixed. Like all these things are easily fixed. They could have had. The, they could have just had said the train stuck at full speed. Okay, that's the same thing. And then they end up going out. But they, uh, it's just like so poorly put together and to executed. It's, it's a shame because it could have been great bottom line is, are there, you know, entertaining moments? Yeah, but they could have been both entertaining and semi-realistic, which takes it to a much higher level but they choose to not make any of these simple changes. Wait, a I know,
2: I know why they, I know why he floored it. Didn't you ever okay. play sports where they said when you ever go, when you go through practice at half, uh, half speed, that's when you get hurt. That's what Keanu Reeves thought. <laughs> I can't go through half speed. <laughs> I gotta go full speed because <laughs> I'm going get hurt right. otherwise.
3: That's right. You play how you practice. That's it. Uh, we're gonna practice the full speed. Less, more sweat on the
2: practice field. Less blood out on the game field.
3: Yeah. Never mind. There's just a bunch of more people we're gonna almost run into. You know. Uh but yeah the most of the ca- most of the cast is pretty good but the but the, <laughs> know, the, the plot I mean they're pretty good actors right a lot of them are pretty good actors not all of them I mean you got Donnie Darko's mom I, I don't know her name but uh, <laughs> she's on the bus oh did you guys notice that the bartender it, when they're when they're getting drunk after the award ceremony, was Napoleon Dynamite's grandma that lady from Big Love? No, yeah, I, I was like, whoa, that's later. You know Napoleon why?
2: Because I put that fucking shitty ass movie out of my mind forever. I'm trying to I'm trying to remind you of it. I'm trying to keep it in your mind. No, um, good fucking luck. That that is a buzz, <laughs> a bank vault door that is her, is sealed shut. Oh yeah. Well,
3: look, uh, uh, <laughs> if you guys are willing to forgive all of these obvious and easily fixable flaws, you have to be living on nostalgia. And that's not what we're doing here, right?
2: Oh, anyway, someone's done his homework, Kevin Israel. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Son I like of a it. bitch. I do too. I like it. Brent, give me a number one to 10.
3: You know the drill. <sighs> this is a, a three. And the only reason it's a three is because Whew. it's three times better than speed cruise control. So that's, my, that's what I'm thinking there. Otherwise, it could have been lower. The speed cruise control is a one. But this is a three.
2: I mean, I would say the subway bombing last week in the city was, was better than speed two. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said when we hit the ground. Uh, let's talk about our favorite sponsor right now. Kevin is real athletic greens just had a glass of athletic greens not even 20 minutes ago. I love it because it is a daily supply of over how many multivitamins are in there Kevin. you know all of them. Oh. <laughs> because no one wants to take all these different multivitamins the founder of athletic greens tried doing that it cost them over 100 bucks a day this costs less than three dollars a day and it supports better sleep quality and recovery it's based as used uses are the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing over seven thousand five-star reviews And you're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance. And the best reason about Athletic Greens, Kevin Israel, is
1: it tastes good. Yeah, it's a great way to start your morning. Mix it with a cold glass of water, chug it down. It tastes good. It gives you the focus you need. You'll probably nix your morning cup of coffee thanks
2: to Athletic Greens. It just it's you know it's it's a multi-purpose drink. 100% 100% right and Athletic Greens is a, is climate neutral and a certain and certified company. They've also in 2020 purchased carbon credits that support projects project protecting old growth rainforests. and they've donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020 so they're quite charitable as well. Right now for free
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at Hashterenew.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Greens.com slash GTSC. You get a year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. Thank you, Athletic Greens. Notes. Oh, The first two minutes, I am already screaming at my TV. Yes, 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 and I'm talking about a very simple scene. When the guy in the elevator goes, "I already pushed it. Do you think it's going to come any faster?" I fucking hate people that press the button more than once in the elevator. Do you think the dummies who made the elevator, people made the elevator, go, "Uh "Oh, someone needs to be there on a double. A double tap means double the speed." I despise you, dum dums. Speed 2 is so bad, even cameras from Ferris Bueller's Day Off character was not even in this. It's obvious that shoot the hostage or civil lawsuits are not taught in police academies. Let's do some back of the napkin math, gentlemen. They pull up to the scene, they go, we have 23 minutes until the deadline. 23 minutes, okay? So let's keep this in mind as I tell you the tale. To get up 30 flights of stairs. Now, take another two to five minutes to assess the elevator situation, then they unscrew the panel, then they go to the roof, then they get a steel rope with a hook and connect it to the elevator car, all within the time it takes you almost to get a pizza to your house, almost. I think the 30 flights of stairs is the biggest horseshit we have to swallow, and I'm not swallowing that. You don't hear him say that often, so
1: write this down. Yep.
2: I think Dennis Hopper is a great villain in this. I disagree with you. I, I he, He's certifiably nuts, and I, I'm i all in with him. I'm all in on, on Howard Payne. Now, I didn't take physics in high school because I didn't give a shit. I got to take other classes and, and graduate that way because whatever. Science, yo. How does one rig a bomb that explodes and sends Keanu Reeves flying through the back of the hallway, but Jeff Daniels lay unmoved on the ground? Yep. This defies basic physics. I need some answers. Post-haste. Kids are never gonna learn the joys of getting pay phone numbers and prank calling them. I see all those pay phones, Howard Payne's calling them. I go, you know, we used to prank call pay phones all the time and fuck with people. Kids are these days, they don't have that luxury. Ready for that doesn't happen? Oh yeah. I've never seen public transportation stop for anyone ever. Yep. Ever. <clears throat> Sam, Sam! No, try that in Manhattan. Those motherfuckers are, are through two lights by the time you catch up to that corner. No, that doesn't
3: happen. I the specifically guy, didn't mention that because I knew I knew you were going to mention on that. As I was like, that has to be. If it doesn't. That's one of them. Yeah. I'm going to take away his that doesn't happen card. The
2: guy who gets his car stolen is in a ton of movies. I did not bother googling, but I recognize that black guy. in the, the Jaguar, Jaguar. Um. Uh, I don't care about your crime. I'm sure you're sorry for what you did. This is right up here with, I am an FBI agent. Everyone is so friendly on this bus with each other. I would suspect anyone on a real bus has multiple DWIs and would be avoiding eye contact with people who smell like sour milk and broken dreams. <laughs> I know we're suspending. Did that, that hit you, Brent? Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's good. I know we're suspending disbelief, but going down the off-ramp and smashing into 27 parked cars is going to slow it down just a tad below 50. We all just watched Beverly Hills Cop for last episode, and we know what's going to happen there, right? Right. That homeless lady is dressed way too well to be pushing a baby stroller full of cans. She's missing circles of yellow paint around her mouth for huffing purposes. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Cameron's dialogue is so fucking cringy awful. Like the screen wonder, screenwriter wanted to, I want to go, hire hire Alan Ruck just because I hate his goddamn guts and em- hire him and embarrass him with having to say these shitty lines. Sure, you can cash a paycheck and sure, you can get the SAG residuals, but you're going to look like a jerk off while doing so. And action, Cameron. Action. <laughs> Why isn't Sandra Bullock setting the cruise control in 55 then kicking back with a smoke?
1: Buses don't have cruise control.
2: That was what I was afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that, Mr. Commercial Driver's License uh, Holder? They're not
1: allowed to have cruise control. It's against federal standards.
2: Uh, Here's the lawyer. Fuck. All right. I just Mac Keanu and Jeff Daniels, superior officer is an asshole. He's always shouting and beyond pushing. They're moving. There's no need to tell them to keep moving. There's no need to constantly bark at them. Now move! Asshole, we are moving. This is a fluid motion. We haven't stopped since a bomb was on the bus. He's a dick. Did not like him. But he was in speed too. This movie has the best I'm fucked moment on Jeff Daniels' face right before he gets blown up. The, his tra- the way his face sees the... Uh, the, uh, the alarm in the house, the, the, the motion sensor, and he goes from like, all right, to, oh, fuck, and then blows up. I love that part. That's that's a nice yeah. kick to the balls moment. I like the Wildcat twist. I like him seeing that she had the sweatshirt for University of Arizona. I thought that was kind of cool. A nice, subtle way to uh, to tip him off that they had the camera in there. I keep forgetting that LA has a subway, and from what I hear, no one uses it unless you have a lot of money and a watch to get rid of. <laughs> Why would a 50 to 60-year-old man feel the need to give up his weapon and his superior position to climb the the top of an unmanned moving subway car to fight a younger, stronger cop? That doesn't happen. I'm smarter than you. Well, I'm taller. What the hell does that mean? And then followed up with the... He lost his head. This is right out of a James Bond, Arnold, or Stallone action movie. To that, I nod and go, okay, I got it. But what a shitty lead-in. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, But I'm taller. Shouldn't he be shorter so he doesn't lose his head as well? Yes. Yep. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) Josh Whedon ain't a master of dialogue. That's what I'm getting at. We could have just said I'm stronger. Fair. Los Angeles seems to lead the league in unfinished roadways and subways. Whomever is in charge of their infrastructure should be fired now. A common trope you see in movies is working number of days without an incident sign that eventually gets destroyed or something happens right in front of it. Case in point, this film right here. Despite the clunkiest of dialogue, Reeves, Daniels, Bullock, and Hopper are great this uh, other characters are terrible they are terrible they're cringy the woman who gets who who, t- who steps off the bus and gets blown up i mean jesus christ helen keller could see that coming it was that was so telegraphed like okay you see the look of consternation on her face and then she takes one step forward ma'am step back helen now helen officer officer no that there were th- those extras those secondary actors were fucking terrible but the story, we all know it's a ton of that doesn't happen. And you made a great point. Why the fuck is Sandra Bullock? Why is the ambulance right across from the bomb site? Why is she not with everybody else getting medical attention? But no, she's got to be right across the street where the shit is about to go down, where 15 sniper rifles could have a straight bullet go right through her pretty little face. This passes the remote test. I still enjoy it. I will knock it down to half a point for that Sandra Bullock fact about the uh, in the ambulance. I still like this. I still like it. Six and a half out of 10. Pretty good. Like it. I'm not going to die in the hell for it, but I'm, uh, I'm still down with it. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours. Okay. So
1: my biggest realization when watching this movie, the movie started and uh, the score started playing. And I was like, holy shit, this sounds really familiar. I know you're going to go with and, this. And, it, and it, kept, it kept coming back on. And I was like, "This is is this Bad Boys? And I was like, holy shit. This sounds just and my and my wife uh, was like, why would you know what the bad boy soundtrack out or what the bad boy score sounds like? And I was like, because I had it. I used to play it all the time. I love that song. I love that. Mark Mancina. And it was fucking him. And it's a, it's literally the same exact song. It's and it plays <laughs> just like it's like it's like nine notes. And it plays throughout the whole movie. And every time it does, I expect Mark
2: Marcus and Mike to come speeding around in a porch. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt for one second. The guy who did Demolition Man, his name is Elliot Goldenthal. He also did Batman Forever. Now I've seen both I've seen Demolition Man way more than Batman Forever because Batman Forever sucks. And demolition man is good but is the same nine notes or thereabouts is it you go 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 you'll watch demolition man again i'm sure go watch batman forever again but is the same lazy ass attempt of a score it's an amazing it's
1: amazing how a song can like put you because i kept feeling like i was watching bad boys every time that played i was like oh this is no but this isn't
2: i'm mike Lowry.
1: <laughs>
3: mike Lowry. so Slap. The, the other
1: inter- the other interesting experience i had with this movie was I completely forgot about the elevator scene. I wiped that from my memory. And that's 27 minutes of the movie. You're not on the bus till minute 30, about 37, I think, in the movie. That was a, It's a huge chunk of the movie that I just completely forgot about. And I got to tell you, it's actually pretty good. Kev's right they wouldn't have gotten up 30 flights of stairs in 23 minutes but I think I almost enjoyed the excitement of the elevator scene because first of all being trapped in an elevator is everybody's fear like that's a that's a horrifying concept an elevator crashing is terrifying the whole thing with the crane I that was I almost think that was the better action scene than a lot of the other ones that they fed us because in the end this movie is just like five or six big tense moments strung together with this kind of very loose plot that you just have to have to swallow and say is okay. You guys both said it, but as a car guy, I have to, I have to reiterate, you could not go around an exit ramp in a bus at 50 miles an hour. I've driven sports cars that have trouble going around exit ramps at 60 or 70 miles an hour. A bus would have flipped over. It wouldn't have slowed down. It would have flipped over. And when it, and especially when the bus, you see the bus lean up on its side wheels, it's not doing fifty on its side wheels. That that bus would have blown up five to ten minutes into the entire bus portion of this movie. Com- just complete horseshit. Um, I I I have to disagree with my esteemed colleague. I think Dennis Hopper's character sucked. He was really bland. I don't think he was he wasn't crazy enough. His motivation wasn't great enough for all of this. They built him up to be this kind of like kind of genius. But he did a lot of stuff. He, he made a lot of stupid mistakes. Like, first of all, the whole thing with him calling her Wildcat, he had built up this whole elaborate plan. He had it all perfectly mapped out. And then he keeps saying the name on her sweatshirt. Like mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made that mistake if he was such a genius. That's a, just a rookie move. And that was just at least just a, a plot device to get it to the point where Keanu realized, oh, he can see us. Yeah. He's watching us. Such horseshit and a mastermind that this guy was supposed to be wouldn't have made that mistake. This is the worst police department, maybe in movie history. <laughs> they make so many terrible decisions. First of all, they send a bomb squad to go into the house of the bomb builder and they're surprised that it's armed, (laughs) he would have sent a robot in to do that. They send all their best guys that are like, that's probably fine. Go ahead. And it blows up. Everybody who made that decision should have been fired because that was the worst. That was so bad. And it makes me happy to hear that it was originally uh, Daniels was originally supposed to be the bad guy. And then they tried, decided to kill him off. Because that felt like that whole idea was just strung together because it was it was it just never would have happened. And then. They. Uh, wait, wait where's, my, where's my other point? Oh, right. And so then the thing with Annie that Brent, Brent pointed out, then the cops let her go and they just stand outside the, the ambulance and hang it. Nobody would have been standing around there. They wouldn't have allowed anybody. Let alone her. Why was she there? And she's like, oh, what's his name? Said I could be here. What? No, he did. That's ridiculous. And then when the guy, when Hopper's character specifically said, and don't bring any people there, I'll be watching you. And they're like, all right, put all the snipers in as visible spots as possible so he can see anywhere. And every cop everywhere just do the worst police department in the history of police departments. Every decision they made was terrible or just served the plot, which is even more terrible because it's 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 kind of lazy writing
2: fire mac hashtag (laughs) um
1: Yeah, I I didn't I didn't have a I didn't have a ton of notes on this. And you guys really covered all of my all of my major points. I do like I did like I did like Keanu Reeves in this. Look, Keanu Reeves isn't a great actor. I think even Keanu Reeves would tell you that he's not a great actor. He's not very he's he's terrible when he tries to be dramatic. He's not (laughs) great at funny. And he always feels just a little bit awkward. He Keanu Reeves acting feels like an alien who just ended up in a human's body and only got to watch other humans for like 10 minutes and then had to go out and pretend to be a human. He always feels like he's just learning how to interact with people and say things to people. That the whole scene, the whole exchange on the bus, you guys both hit the nail on the head. So awkward. Nobody talks like that.
0: Um
1: but their, their chemistry was pretty good. I actually bought into that into those two, uh, slowly getting romantically involved. And so I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that, but she, her character was just, it was just too perfectly fit for the point. Like she was, you know, this pretty enough feisty enough girl who just happens to be on the bus with this good enough looking cop who it's, it just, it just felt a little too on the nose for me, but I did like them. I think my I I again, and I, I hate to agree with disagree with Kev, but I, I think my biggest problem in the movie was it was Dennis Hopper. And then and then the fight on the roof of the train, there's not a chance in the hell Dennis Hopper would have held a candle to Keanu Reeves. No. Keanu Reeves would have knocked that motherfucker out. I don't even care if it was on a train go on uh, that was going full speed. Keanu Reeves would have wiped the floor with him. That was a ridiculous fight. And if they knew that's where this movie was going, that it was going to end up in a fight on the top of a subway, they should have picked an actor who was more believable physically that could have taken on Keanu Reeves in his physical, what was Keanu Reeves in his mid twenties at this point. Absolutely ridiculous.
2: Missing a thumb too. The, uh, right. Right. And, and handicap. The he must be. Hit, whole, he, he must be hit with his grandkids. Doing the Where's my thumb? Oh,
1: ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandpa, we get it. You have no thumb. Now tell us about the time you beat up Keanu Reeves um, <laughs> and then got your head knocked off.
3: <laughs> Is that the joke, though, that now he's taller because he didn't get his head? I guess I maybe I could finally get that joke. I'm taller because I didn't get my head knocked off. You're shorter because your head just got knocked off. That's Oof. why that's yeah, supposed the, to work. The
1: fact that it took us all it's three people though. to put together that that joke.
2: But he was taller yeah. than Dennis Hopper was even when he yeah. didn't have. I know. A, yeah. it, it was yeah. headless, for Christ's sakes. It right. yeah. didn't make sense. Shut no, up, Joss Whedon. Let's, yeah, that's if we
1: ever if either of us, if any three of the three of us ever meet Joss Whedon, that's the question we have to ask him. What did you mean by I'm taller in speed? <laughs> He'd probably love that. And finally, so finally, the subway scene, this the whole scene with the subway speeding up and then blowing through the street. Subways aren't; they're not made out of like titanium. Right, they're they're metal cans essentially that would probably have crumpled any, when it hit any of that stuff. It wouldn't have just kept going. It's not like a battering ram. The that completely impossible, completely impossible. Leaving aside uh, the your point about speeding up and that you're right, but. Just just completely impossible. So in closing, this movie does not didn't stand the test of time like I remembered it. I didn't hate watching it, but it really, really does show its age. And the the the, the warts and the bumps do really come out when you really take a look at the, the plot and the what they're trying to put together. Action movies have come a long way in their, in their plot development and their character development, and especially focusing on, on the bad guys. I didn't hate it. I, I didn't, I won't rush out to watch it for me. I don't think it doesn't pass the remote test if it's on, it's not a movie that I rush to keep on or to watch any specific scenes. So I, like I said, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's a five.
2: Six and a half, five for me. And you had a three, if I remember correctly. Okay. Not that far apart. All right, critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. The action in Speed is unrelenting for the most part, moving from one explosion to another and keeping the viewers entertained throughout the almost two hour running time. Speed still remains a taut, thrilling action masterpiece, one that is expertly edited, fantastically written, and exhilarating from start to finish, with I'll some like hor- with some <laughs> with some horseshit dialogue heavily sprinkled throughout. That's me. The action in speed is unrelenting for the most part, moving from one. Unexpl- oh, I already said that one. Sorry. <laughs> While speed might be a great teaching aid for high school physics, it can also be used to <laughs> illustrate <laughs> concepts. It might also be used to illustrate concepts of 23 century Western philosophy. <laughs> Dear God. Hello, sarcasm. Table for two. Pop quiz. That's a good point you made, Brett, because I was going to say that I had to cross it off because you said it. there is no ramp up to have that kind of air. It's the thing when it, when it went off the ramp, it should have like, at least stayed level and probably just kind of caved in as a, as the middle of the uh, of the bus hit the other side of the ramp. Physically impossible yet again. From I'll show my you great- how
1: big of a dork I am. I paused the movie. And actually set up a little model to show my wife. No, you did not. I was like, I was well, like you, you need to understand this. And she's like, okay. I was like, it would have fallen. It wouldn't have gone up. That's not how gravity works. It would have gone and it would have just fallen and it would have hit the underside of the other. Bed. She's like, okay. And then when it lands, I was like, look and it's facing up like this. She's like, all right, all right. Just start the movie again.
2: The only thing missing from that scene was someone not hitting the horn going by the way, did you build a monster? did you build a model to scale like Dr. Emmett Brown? Please excuse the crudity I of did. this model. Please
1: excuse. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to put this together.
2: Scale. That's not the scale? <laughs> I can't. You should have taken a picture of that, you asshole. No, it wasn't,
1: I wasn't. A, I was, it was like, I used two pillows and a, and I think my, the remote for the car. That
2: would have been. Ashley should, should have taken a picture of that. And goes, this is what I have to live with.
3: That's also screwed. landed right on top where the bomb was on the bottom of the bus. I mean – and the wheels would have all fallen off, also. The bus, mean, yeah, the
1: bus would have. Buses and subways are very resilient in this movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're made of adamantium, not <laughs> aluminum, Kevin. Duh, or vibranium. Ready? There should be traffic jams at the box office as Fox picks up many busloads of riders for its fast and furiously entertaining thriller speed. Whoever wrote that definitely failed as a wacky morning local DJ. Critics one star reviews critics one star critics one star reviews eventually, inevitably it goes too far too fast and ends up off the rails Oh mm, gong. The plot becomes so overextended as Reeves and Hopper wage their endless public transportation battle. Even the hardest die will consider leaping off, off way before the final stop. Undeniably, the picture now and again supplies that edge-of-your-seat sensation, yet by action-adventure standards, speed is leaden and strangely pokey. It, it never seems to shift into overdrive and let fly. I don't know. I think the action is pretty good. All horseshit, a lot of horseshit. I think the action is pretty good, though. I wouldn't say it's doesn't let it fly.
1: You know, they did a good job building, like this again, going back to the elevator scene. When they're pulling the people out of the elevator, and it's you think somebody's going to get cut in half. They did build tension well in sure. those various
2: scenes, and the woman going, "I don't know, bullshit, lady. You'd be pushing your way to the front like everybody else right. at the same time. Yeah. Stop it." Uh, A really entertaining film full of breathtaking stunts, explosions, chases, and other spectacular actions. Unfortunately, those qualities seem to wear off on the second viewing. (laughs) Amazon, five-star reviews. Amazon, 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 five-star reviews. Amazon, five-star reviews come for you. Oh, this is good. Sometimes at work, my colleague Ted Pepsi and I tend to get locked into serious debates. Well, the other day, Ted told me that Speed was the greatest action movie of all time. He was especially impressed with the scene where Walter Matthau drove the bus. Needless to say, I knew Ted was wrong, but I didn't have a DVD to prove it. This sale solved both of my problems. After one fast purchase and watching the movie five times with Ted with for emphasis, I can safely inform you that Walter Matthau does not appear anywhere in the movie movie speed. He's not on the bus, not in the, not in the SWAT, not in the SWAT room. And no, Ted, he's not in any crowd long shots either. Drop it already. <laughs> Signed Jack Lemon. <laughs> I forgot how buff Cannell Reeves was in this movie. Definite eye candy. Or as the gamers at E3 said, you're breathtaking. What? I don't know. I'm not here to translate stupidity. No, explain it to me. Hey, uh, all you Gen Zers who listen to this podcast, what does that mean? It should be called slow down or maintain that speed or speed or boom. Just speed makes it sound like they're all just tweakers Riding along a, tro- a trolley to work. Maybe they are. Keanu is the man, though, and he rides, so automatic, five stars. Just for you, Mr. Reeves, wish you had more lines in Wick. Why you got to be so mischievous, bro?
1: Tweakers.
2: He's right, mm-hmm. about the tweakers on the bus, and that's something that, yeah. mm-hmm. A great date night movie, provided you have enough wine. Amazon. One star reviews. Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews now. Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews now. Amazon one star reviews. One star review, one star review, one star, one star reviews i hate this movie 55 isn't that fast you could just drive your car up to the next to the bus to get the passengers that's the whole point of the fucking movie you dummy you can't offload watch, them he didn't watch the movie oh and you're telling me no one could take their shoelaces and tie the accelerator down just so many plot holes
1: <laughs>
2: shoelaces to hold this how do down. Tie
1: a, how do you tie an accelerator down
2: did joss whedon write the script too besides the dialogue <laughs> Save your time and watch a Bugs Bunny cartoon instead. It would be more entertaining and make more sense. The fact that so many people like this finally proves that mankind did come from apes. Signed, Diane Fossey. <laughs> Speed? Come on, people. This movie stunk to high heaven. Good story, admitted, but the final product left me shaking my head keanu reeves's acting was so bad i had to stick my hand inside and slap the little sob if there was an academy award for ham then i'd understand but i don't think there is little boy trying to play a grown-up role is what it boils down to maybe he should have gotten a few more chest hairs before he decided to do this next there are serious action movies and then there are the campy both are enjoyable but they should never cross the lines with each other speed came off as trying to be serious serious but it fell flat a number of times i would rather eat my own boogers on national tv for two hours if anyone could get a bus to make that jump how many boogers can you fellas eat in two hours my guess is 150
1: i don't even want to play this game
2: I don't you wanna. pledged i pledged come on <laughs> nope <laughs> uh, 10 weeks 10 and a half weeks we did not eat boogers i promise you man this movie sucks make no mistake i am a man and i like my movies manly and violent i just want to point this out because so many people love the right right reviews for things. i'm laughing too hold on a second i need i need a hit of beer
1: i like my movies manly and violent with a lot of
2: ass and cock <laughs> i like my movies black like coffee like my men black um Airplane, no? Okay. I just want to point this out because so many people love to write reviews for the things they would not generally care for, which is pretty worthless. I have nothing against speed in theory or in action movies in theory anyway. Basic, Basically, speed lives on its gimmicky premise. The trouble is this premise proves to be exceedingly dull. Riding the bus is not thrilling. It's in fact, riding the bus is more interesting than anything else in this film. There are often crazy people on the real bus. Also, you can try to play a game and determine which of the five cell phone conversations that you are overhearing is the most asinine. Parentheses, this is futile. However, they're always banal beyond belief. Now, the, the movie goes on for a lot longer than it should have and simply becomes moronic and tedious. And then it covers, so it covers all the bases, I guess. Also, it has the most obnoxious, loathsome Sandra Bullock and a particularly dull Keanu Reeves. Hopper hams it up, as he ought to, but he's a lot less fun than usual. That's the problem with this movie. It's stupid and tedious, but in a pious, serious way. You can't laugh at this the way you can lots of crappy action films. All you can do is sigh, yawn, and finally sleep. I'll sleep during that review.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> well, this thing was terrible, and I thought it couldn't get any worse until I was forced by my wife to watch Speed 2. <laughs> and then he had and then he had to have sex with his wife, which was worse than speed, too. Ah! ah. Wow. Yeah. I
3: see what you did there.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, got to call audibles. Kevin Israel, did Brent Pope gut the sacred cow? For me, I think Brent did. Okay. <laughs> I agree. I think he did, too. Uh, I, dropped oh. uh, I dropped my point. I dropped my score half a point. Enough good points. Listen, I know this is flawed. I, I still like it. It's... it's it's good. It's 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 fine. It's fine. I like it. I'm not gonna die in a hill for it. I'm not gonna go and, and, and you know duke it out for this film. Well done, Brent. Well, well done. indeed. You.
3: I appreciate it. I do like well the one scene I do like. Well, there's a couple I like, but I do like the one where the guy gets his car stolen, because that guy is hilarious. The guy's mm-hmm. in a bunch of, he, he's in South Central and a bunch of other stuff, but like Show, he was in showgirls. He was in showgirls too. Uh would be the only time I would stop is if that scene was on, I might watch that one, but the rest of them, I'm not stopping the road for any of the rest of them, but thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I like how I had a black magic, a uh, black Magnum
2: marker in his card, right? Bomb on
3: bus <laughs>
2: in his glove compartment.
3: Yeah. The first thing should have said, don't slow down because when you say bomb on bus, you're going to slow down immediately. Right, right, right. I mean, that was right. another thing. Jeez, Yeah. Mm-mm. Tell, uh, tell the fine folks Brent what you're up to, where we can find you all that happy horse shit. Oh gosh, you can find me on various TV shows all over the place and also my weekly podcast Breakfast with Brent Pope where uh, Hollywood meets great food. We have breakfast and then we talk about our uh, entertainment journeys and such things like that and that's uh, mostly where you can find me. brentfast.com, cool. brentpope.com, @scoops pope on Instagram.
2: That works. Kevin Israel, what about you?
1: kevinisrael.com for upcoming comedy dates my album the struggle is real on itunes and more importantly leave us a five-star rating and a few sentence review on your podcast platform of choice it means a lot to us it helps us with the almighty algorithm that we all bow down to and if you're lucky enough and you write something that is just gracious enough kevin goatee will feature your review on our various social media platforms and shout you out because it made us just that happy
2: ain't that the truth KevinGotee.com for the usual rigmarole. Guttingthesacredcow.com. Guttingthesacredcow is on Patreon, so patreon.com slash GTSC. And to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. And when you're done jerking off on the metaverse, come watch our show. We're on the metaverse. In addition to YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, obviously Apple, Google, all the usual, uh, usual suspects. And that is it. Brent Pope, thanks for coming out and hanging around with us.
3: We Good appreciate stuff, you, and... uh Hey, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. You guys are awesome. So, you know, keep going.
2: Hey, just for the record, tell everybody that we're better than who would
3: win. Uh, You are better than who would win. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it at that. Yep. we're good. Cut and tape. (laughs) Cut and
2: print. Kevin (laughs) Goatee, Kevin Israel saying goodbye, and we'll see you folks later. Aloha.